Uh, welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And today we will do a defensive predictions episode. We can talk briefly about, I believe, the two preseason games. We haven't talked about those at all yet. Um, and then I guess anything else, if we want to talk about, we can certainly talk about during this episode here. But the main agenda item is putting in, putting down our predictions for the Vikings defense this year. So uh, we can get right into it. Who, uh, who, what, what defensive player would we like to start with sharing our, our predictions? Um, let's start with Harrison Smith. So I'll start. Harrison Smith um, will have, so he did tackles, interceptions, sacks, and touchdowns. Yeah, it can be, yeah, uh, that's what I have at least. You did two safeties in the linebacker. Is it interesting? What do you mean? Is Davenport a linebacker? I said you did two safeties, but no linebackers. But anyways, Harrison Smith, 82 tackles. Did we really want to make predictions for uh, Jordan Hicks? No, I didn't. <laughs> but Harrison Smith, 82 tackles, one interception, four sacks, zero touchdowns. Last year was his first year without a sack since 2013, which is insane. And that's because he was playing shell coverage with Donna Shell. Um, now that Brian Flores is here, he's going to have quite a bit of sacks I feel like he's gonna be blitzing a lot more which will be nice and then obviously since he had a lot of picks last year probably because he was playing in the back a lot um but his interceptions will go down sacks will go up and tackles will kind of just stay the same that he's had for most of his career those are uh good fair predictions um I was very very or relatively similar I have 82 tackles Hayes I'm gonna have you go me okay he turned he muted he's okay. having dog issues <laughs> this is for hunter right dude are you stupid are you being who's serious the who's the four are you not listening who's the four <laughs> dude, you're actually a jerk what are you doing trying to register for classes who is it for Where are you going they are you idiot who is for doesn't like <laughs> It started today. Scene? <laughs> no, Harrison Smith. Oh, Smithy, yeah. Smith, I got 80 tackles, four picks, one and a half sacks. It's a pretty normal, normal Wait, year. 80 tackles. 80 tackles, uh, four picks, one and a half sacks. Pretty pretty solid year for Smith. No tutties on those picks? No, no touchdowns, no. He hasn't had a touchdown since 2015. I don't think he's going to win this year. So he's due. Nope. He's not. I do have Harry the Hitman with a tutty this season. His first one since 2015, as you sh- as you said. So we'll see a, a Harrison Smith touchdown. I have three sacks, three picks, 82 tackles. So, um, Andrew, I think you, you had said his picks would go down, sacks would go up. 
I would agree. Um, we obviously saw Lewis seen with a sack in the second preseason game. Um, so I think you'll see similar that 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 similar approach, um, but then using obviously Harrison Smith um, instead of seen in in the regular season. Though maybe you'll see seen as well. Um, but I thought, yeah. So uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Andrew, you mentioned it too. He had no sacks last year, but he had three the previous year. Um, and I think Flores obviously will have a similar type, but even more aggressive, obviously, defense than Zimmer had. Um, but I think with Flores' more aggressive approach rather than Donna Shell's prevent defense, um, you'll see Hitman with, with some more sacks as you typically do um, during the season. I mean, it's like he's good at, like, he's done in his whole career, and then Donna Show just went completely away from it. So at least now you'll have a competent coach to let him. And I saw something Flores said that he's, he's like, wants the defense to be, like, their defense, not his. So that Harrison Smith and Jordan Hicks call play sometimes. So might be very good. We shall see. I'm excited. I mean, again, I, I, I think just having Flores will make this defense a little bit more fun to watch. I think we all, we're we ER all on the same page that we don't expect this to be a top 10 or even maybe top half defense. Um, but it's at least going, if we're going to get burned, we're going to get burned being aggressive and not just burned being late or being passive aggressive, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, then we'll do safety number two. I think at the time that I put down this guy's name, I assumed he'd be a, a week one starter, but now who knows if he'll start week one. But Lewis Seen um, is obviously playing quite a bit of preseason, which I think ha- is good and bad. Um, you would have you would like to have your um, previous first round draft pick to already kind of be a locked in starter, but it does not seem to be the case. Um, and I thought he played better this most recent week against Tennessee than he had against Seattle, uh, the week before, I think, I mean, you saw a nice open field tackle, a sack. Um, I think he was, I I think he was just a little bit more aggressive and he kind of knew what he was doing a little bit more than in the second week, but there also were some moments where from what I've seen on Twitter, I didn't watch any of the preseason game that he got either confused or burned or didn't really know what was going on, which is concerning from a first round draft pick. Yeah. I think from everything I've heard, it sounds like he'll literally be like, definitely not starting week one, like the fourth string basically, which is behind the Tellus. Yeah. Behind the Tellus, which is not ideal. That's why I was kind of weirded up. No, it definitely is correct. I mean, You'll see. But, um, no, that's why he played basically the whole preseason game. Like, you're not having him out there the even the second half. I did watch most of the game, and he did play better than Seattle, I thought. But he did have that one. I mean, it was really good play by the running back. But the he basically hurled him and then ran in for a touchdown, like 30 yards. I don't know if you guys saw that play. No, I didn't. Um, 
But yeah, I definitely don't think it was good to see him play the whole game because you would like him to be starting, considering that's a first round pick that you traded back for. And it just feels like that first draft Quasi had was looking worse and worse every day with Ed Ingram, who sucks, um, <laughs> Andrew Booth, who sucks, and Lewisine, who is like, I mean, it's a, it's a good safety room, but I still don't like buying them. Um, ideally you would like seeing because I mean realistically we know Hitman's done soon he's not going to be playing much longer and ideally uh, you would like seeing to be his replacement I mean with a first round draft pick I think that's a fair not expectation but like hope belief that you can just replace one first round pick for for another yeah, I mean, I know he missed all of last year, but he should still be at least competing to start. And it sounds like he's not even competing right now. Yeah. So with that being said, though, I do think he'll eventually start starting. Um, I'm, I'm going to go the route of believing in Lewisine. Um, so I have him putting up 72 tackles, collecting two picks, and recording a single sack. Um it's again, obviously tough to tell because we saw little to nothing of him last year and um, has not looked great during preseason. But I do still think just talent wise, he's going to be your second best safety out there and eventually will start um, being your, your, yeah, your, your everyday, everyday player, everyday starter. Um, so those are my Lewisine predictions. With quite a bit less tackles, 33 tackles, one pick, one sack, zero touchdowns. Um, I definitely think he's the most athletic of the safeties, but I just don't think he, um, from like what I've seen and heard on Twitter, basically, they X. think kind of dumb. Or not dumb, but like they think that, Metellus and Bynum are just play a lot smarter, so they have a much better chance to be on like Flores's defense. But I mean, hopefully he gets out there on X. Yeah, my bad, Hayes. I got uh seen 74 uh, tackles, three picks, two sacks, no touchdowns. So, um, I expect him to be if he's not a week one starter, I expect him to start a decent amount of the games this year because he's. I, you know, athletic-wise, and in that sense, he's the second-best safety on the team. All right, Hayes, you and I have have similar beliefs. Um, that's a that's an op- optimistic uh, perspective from you, Hayes. I'm proud of you. You're you're believing in Lewisine. Well, you kind of have to. He's a first-round pick, so. Oh, you don't have to. You you tend to not believe in this team quite a bit, so you don't have to do anything. You texted me. You said I have to have seen of over seventy tackles, over two interceptions. <laughs> Are you serious? Did not say that. I thought did not. Um. All right. New. Uh, number one cornerback for the Vikings this year, Byron Murphy, Jr. Um. I believe he was a second round pick from Arizona. He was, was he a first round, Andrew? Second round pick. 
Andrew's saying one. Hayes is saying two. One of you can he fact check to double a check. Round pick. I'm pretty pick sure he there. was a second round pick. Um, but I have Byron Murphy with 72 tackles, two picks, two and a half sacks, and he does get a defensive touchdown. Um, he was the first pick of the second round. Drew is in the deep. Nice. I boy Hayes. Um, Murphy had four picks in 2021 and two defensive touchdowns that year. Um, so I think, you know, realistically, he definitely could be a guy to collect more than, uh, two picks, but I don't know if we had any cornerback last year that had more than two. I guess Pat P probably had three or four, didn't he? He had a bunch. He had two against Buffalo, I thought, or he had one, one. Yeah, he had two against Buffalo. So, um, I don't know. I don't – I feel like this defense had a lot of picks last year because we were playing prevent so much. And, again, yeah. I think with the added pressure, we'll be collecting more sacks, which will be good. But I think the interception total on this team will uh, decrease slightly. Um, but, nonetheless, I'm excited to see what Byron Murphy can do. I mean, you have a young cornerback – who, you know, be great to have him for at least the next half a dozen years or so. Yeah. Um, someone you can just count on, rely on. We really haven't had a cornerback that we were, you know, that was young and exciting probably since like prime Xavier Rhodes. You know, yeah. Pat, so Pat P was a nice added bonus, down. but he, I don't think, I don't think we ever thought we'd be getting a long time of Patrick Peterson. No. And now you have someone that's not 32 years old and declining, yep. um, which is nice. So I have Murphy, 55 tackles, six interceptions. Oh, my gosh. Zero Setting a, That would be a career high for him. Oh, I know. Okay. Zero sacks and one touchdown. I think that, um, I mean, yeah, you hope he's going to be a lockdown corner. Obviously, he's like a – very young coming off his rookie contract, but I think the added pressure will actually help the team get more interceptions. Okay. Uh, I just kind of want to try to get it out. But with Daniel Hunter and Marcus Davenport in his face, uh, it'll be going to the hands of Byron Murphy Jr. And one of those he'll get, he'll get a uh, pick six. All right. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hayes, what do you got? 68 tackles, four picks, no sacks, one defensive touchdown, which will be a fumble recovery for a touchdown. He will not get a pick six this year. But uh, he'll, be, he'll finally be a lockdown corner the Vikings haven't had in seven years. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Um, other things about Byron Murphy Jr. Has he played at all in the preseason? No. Okay. And then, Gotta watch out. He's kind of been injury prone lately. Has he? No. Had some back stuff last year, I think. Oh, okay. He only missed uh, 10 games last year, Andrew. So uh, That's probably why we got him on a good deal. And he's going to be good this year. We're going to have little to no injuries, I'm hoping. That's a good hope. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I can't, I, I can't even say I'm going to predict it just because uh, – it hasn't really, we haven't really had like a super healthy defense in the past few years. Um, but 
All right, let's talk about the other new offseason pickup, Marcus Davenport. He, I believe, was a previous first-round pick. Maybe that's who you're confusing yourself with, Andrew. 33rd overall is basically first-round pick. No, it's that's not. not. That's not. Basically, I didn't say it is. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's basically not. Basically, um, and you're basically... Lude Kipchoge. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. The greatest, one of the greatest long distance runners to ever exist. You're basically him because you've run before. Dude, sorry, I don't care about anything to do with other people running. Okay, no need to be so aggressive. Yeah. Um, Marcus Davenport, I have with 29 tackles, five and a half sacks. Um, and I included tackles for losses. I said he'll have eight tackle for losses. Okay. So what, what is confusing? I don't get. That's just him. Is that just his default uh, space? Yeah. Space is just confused. Look. <laughs> yeah. Um, Davenport will, you know, this will be his, I think, second five and a half sacks would be the, his second highest in his short career so far. He had nine and 21, um, but only half a sack last year. And I think only, I think he played in like 15, 16 games, but he only started half of those. So I would assume Davenport will start week one. Yes, he will. Okay. Yeah, I got him at a 41 tackles. One pick for big guy. Oh, half sacks, no touchdowns. Um, I the half sack last year was, yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Um, but again, I think with eyes on Hunter, maybe he can get a easier uh lineman to face and take advantage of that. Nice, good prediction. Is Davenport uh, an end, a defensive end? Or is he like a nose tackle guy? No. No, he's a defensive end. <laughs> he is a defensive end, yes. Thanks. Thanks for just Not a no question. Have. have you seen him? Yeah, he looks big. No. Um, Andrew, what do you got for Mr. Marcus Davenport? 47 tackles, zero interceptions, uh, nine sacks. Ooh, tying career high. And zero teddies. I think that Davenport will be just as good as the Darius Smith and actually show up for the whole year, not just half of it. Um, he will be the best Viking to ever wear number zero. <laughs> um. But no, I think that him, he's a good compliment to Nadeel and definitely probably our second best pass rusher. So I expect him to play a lot. Um, and hopefully he can just, yeah, stay healthy and not get half a sack for the whole year. And I think he will be very good. Nice. And has was his a two-year deal or just a one-year deal? One. So we have him on a one-year deal, Daniel on a one-year deal. Um, anyone else on like the short term? I know Murphy was two or three years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess no, no one really got big, fat, long contracts. 
No. We're letting Kirk ride it out. I, I guess we kind of talked about that. That's, I think, partial to the competitive rebuild part. Yeah. If all of a sudden we're eight and nine this year, we might tear it all down. Um, but obviously, if, if we put up another 11 and six or 12 and five type season and win the division, maybe you see Murphy uh, extended, Davenport extended. Maybe you give Daniel a big fat contract. Um, I think it, it, it depends kind of how this season plays out and how those guys play out too. Yeah. But a lot of prove it deals. What'd you say? It's a lot of prove it deals. Oh, a hundred percent. And we'll, we'll, that will lead right into Mr. Daniil Hunter, who I think is on a prove it deal. Um, obviously he got paid like he wanted, but he did not get the con like the, um, the yearly contract that he, probably would have liked. I think he would have ideally liked a four or five year deal, but instead it's just a one year, um, pretty fat contract. And I mean, if he wants to, you know, get a three or four year deal worth 20 plus million, um, he'll have to prove it this year. He'll have to play every day and, and, and put up, you know, pro bowl numbers. Um, cause otherwise I, I don't think he'll get what he's looking for. Cause he is getting older um and you know he has two seasons where he hardly played if if played at all so um with that being said i do think daniel will prove it i i see him getting 70 tackles 12 and a half sacks and uh you know uh, a couple forced fumbles and fumble recoveries i think he'll be super you know he'll be a a, a good ball hawk and um, I, I see him playing playing for, you know, he might miss a game or two here, but he'll be playing a majority of the season and putting up good Daniil Hunter numbers. Yeah, I would, my numbers were pretty similar. 69 tackles, uh, zero interceptions, 15 and a half sacks, and one tutty. Um, I think he'll have one of his better years, to be honest. I think he's still very good. Um, but when you're dropping him in coverage, like last year, he's probably only going to get, yeah, 10 and a half sacks. Um, so I think, I mean, hopefully you only see him as a pass rusher. And I feel like he'll hopefully just stay healthy for the whole year. I still like he, I feel like he still is elite, but I do understand Quasi like being hesitant to sign him to a bigger contract just because he does have, I mean, he's missed two of the last three seasons. So, but yeah, I think a big season from denial. Yeah, yeah, I got similar numbers as well. 70, uh, 73 tackles, 15 sacks. Oh, 15. He had 15 and a half. So, um, uh, he lost. I lost. <laughs> What you know, keep, keep, keep going is what do you got? 15 I sacks. I lost it. Speaking of football on the sacks, I think this scheme is built for him to really succeed in it. So I expect good numbers. Not 15 and a half like Andrew. That's insane. But just <laughs> half, half a sack more is that insane? Yeah. I believe I believe what Daniel's career high is like 14 or so. 14 and a half twice. All right. So you guys are expecting a new career high for Daniele Hunter. Yes. Nice. Um, 
Cool. All right. All right. And did you do you guys have a breakout or sleeper pick defensive guy? Yes, absolutely. Who do you got? Well, I actually have a couple. I thought you meant one sleeper and a breakout, not just. Oh, sure. Why not? But I have three. All right, go Josh for it. Brian Asamoah and Ivan Pace Jr. Um, are going to be your all breakout slash sleeper picks? Yes. Well, I said sleeper, Josh Metellus, and then breakout would be Asamoah and Pace. Okay. Hopefully, Asamoah or Pace are good linebackers, considering our linebacker room is pretty trash right now on paper. Um, but Asamoah and Pace are both kind of undersized, but fast. So hopefully one of them at least pairs well with Jordan Hicks, who will probably just be like a first down, second down guy. And then Pace has been good all preseason. Um, and he is small, so he might not be great in the run game. And then Josh Metellus has been getting first team reps and been like the third safety when they've used third safety packages. So I think Metellus will be better than stupid Cam Bynum. Life is not a movie, dude. All right. Get a new catchphrase. You're not like it was. Ugh, don't like him at all. Dude, Bynum's a, a great guy. Very nice guy. Sean I and I met him. Care. Took he a had one good game him. in his entire career. He has had one above average game. You got an interception and dude, uh, uh, newsflash. Like we still lost that game. Um, breakout player. I have Ivan Pace. Sleeper. I have Harrison Phillips. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Um, I can. I did not separate the two. I I am going to trust Quazy's first first round pick. I'm going to say Lewis Seen is going to be a nice sleeper breakout guy. I think he is. Uh, going to surpass sort of like the negative comments that are currently being spoken about him. Um, and again, I think once he gets his first game that he starts as safety number two, he will not lose that, that spot. He will have that for the foreseeable future. Um, but I do love the Ivan Pace Jr. Um, sleeper pick. And we talked about it, how early on, you know, he was an undrafted free agent who people were saying like, yeah, he could potentially make the team. And the most recent thing I heard about KOC was not a matter of if he's going to make the team, but if he's going to start week one, or is that mm -hmm. someone said that was that KOC or is that Flores? That was cock. All right. Um, no, but I would agree. We even talked about, like he said, we talked about him right as soon as we signed him. I mean, I'm sure there is bad things about him because, I mean, every team passed on him seven times. So Yeah, including sure. the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, so there's going to be stuff where you're like, oh, my gosh, that's why. But I do feel like he'll be a good third down back or back, no, a linebacker because he is fast. Hopefully he can cover. And seems like Flores likes to send him on a lot of blitzes. Yeah, and he's strong too. I mean, I've seen some of his um... – in space tackles and he, I mean, he's not a big guy, but he's a strong guy. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Where do we see this defensive team as a, uh, in comparison to other, um, NFL teams, where will the Vikings land with yards per game 
So like, you know, one through 32, you can share the, the specific yardage if you'd like. And then points per game, you know, one through 32 and same thing, you can specify how many points you, you see them um, giving up a game if you would like. Yeah, I would say yards per game, they'll probably be between like 18 and 20 is my hope. And then points per game right at 15. Um, Wait, yards per game. Oh, oh, ranking. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. I thought 18 yards per game. Nobody. Yeah, I was confused. Well, you said to rank them. No, I know. I just didn't understand. So 18th or 19th in the NFL in yards per game. And you think there they'll be 15th in points per game. So right in the, right in the middle. Yeah. I think we said it all along. All you got to do is be literally average and this team will be a lot better. Not, Maybe not better record, but better as a whole. Yep. And have a better chance in the playoffs. Scarier, essentially. Yeah, you just got to be competent, to be honest. And I think with Flores and with some of, like, I feel like the defense is a lot younger than last year because you made those oh, necessary moves. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, faster, more yes. physical, and just not see zone every play. I think your only guys above 30 are Hitman and Hicks. Yeah. I think everyone else is under 30. Whereas last year you had Hitman and Hicks. Kendrick uh, Peterson. Yep. I'm sure other guys. Zadarius Smith has to be close to 30. Yeah, I think he's 30 or 31. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's another three or four guys that we just said that's, you know, obviously not on this year's team. The big part I'm worried about is going to be the run defense because you did lose Delvin Tomlinson. And I mean, it's another guy who I think was over 30. Yeah, and um, you're not, like, super sure about your linebackers yet, so. The run defense already was not good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. You can't get much worse, so. Oh. Yeah. No, we lost Dalvin Tomlinson, whatever will we do to make up Dalvin Tomlinson's big butt in the center of the field. Like, I mean, he Dalvin was, Tomlinson was, he was not bad at all. No. Hayes just doesn't like anyone over 300. <laughs> I just don't like anyone who gets his name called once the entire game, and it's. Defensive holding, Dalvin Tomlinson. What? Not true. Hey, is who who where do you have the Vikings defense ranked? I got them uh high high teens, low twenties. So for uh, yards per game, I got them nineteenth, three hundred fifty yards per game. Um, and for points per game, I got them giving up about twenty three points per game. That's gonna be like twentieth, twenty first. So, all right. We're all, all pretty similar. Andrew, I believe you said 18th. I also have them at 18th for yards per game. Um, Hayes, I'm closer to you with points per game. I have them 20th, giving about giving up about 22 points per game. Um, I wrote it down. Yeah, last year we were 31st of 32 in yards per game and 30th of 32 in points per game. So... Um, Again, I, I, you know, coaching isn't everything, but I, coaching definitely plays a, I think, pretty big factor. Um, and, you know, Flores does have a good success record. You know, he's a good defensive coach. Um, and, yeah, I think just this young kind of exciting defense is going to um, – just, you know, be more exciting and, and, and 
more, I think more competitive than obviously last year. It might be dumber and they might get beat more, more frequently, but, uh, you know, there's definitely, I feel like there's going to be a little bit more oomph watching this defense, which will be fun. Literally can't get worse. So unless we become, unless, you know, we're 32 of 32 in yards per game and points per game. But again, that would have to be, well, I guess the only thing, the only way I could see that possibly happening is if you lose like Daniil Hunter in week two and, you know, Harrison Smith laid on. And like, if you lose kind of like your, your heart of your defense yeah, for large periods of time, because from what I've read and heard is that the depth on this defense is scary, <laughs> like scary bad. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Like it's not a deep team um, in terms of talent and could compete at, you know, the national football level. So I think we're really going to be trusting sort of our, our ones and our twos, maybe our threes. But after that, like mm -hmm. it's borderline practice squad guys. Yeah, it's it's brutal. So got to hope that they stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are about what? 20 days is that right i feel like it's even less than that but maybe it's 20 days until vikings home opener season opener yeah um andrew i like your idea sort of next episode we can give what final roster predictions like our 53 man roster predictions yeah and depth chart i guess you can kind of mix that in one uh but we got to do that before next tuesday okay so we got a week Yes, sir. Is that when? So is next Tuesday when the fifty-three man roster is out? Well, teams can make cuts really at any time, but like you need to have fifty-three, I think, by next Tuesday. Okay. Or something like that. Okay. Because yeah, I thought there was at least a, a at one point last year where we had set or like it was released like here's you know the final yeah. team. So. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Do we do one more final season predictions or do we, I feel like we've, we've, I think done two episodes of that. So we should be good. We all kind of were in that 11 to 12 win range. I don't yeah. think my record would change. I don't see this. I don't see 13 again. Again, I think worst, I, I don't see us nine and eight. I think worst would be like a 10 and seven. Yeah, um, I think so too. You know, the only changes are if, Kirk Cousins gets hurt for the first time in his NFL career or yeah, something sort of unpredictable happens. Yeah. But cool. 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 So yeah, we will do roster predictions next. This was defensive predictions. Um, any final things before we close out here? I got nothing. None, none, none. Okay. Sounds good. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Skull Bikes, baby.